an arm of people. Right? Yeah, so eight months ago, he tells me that I can fuck other women, and now because a man told me I can eat pussy, I'm fucking gay! I'm fucking gay! I'm a big, big gay! He took a man telling me I've had sex with over 400 men! You know how fucking, oh my god, 400 men to find out that I'm gay? I've been gay this whole fucking time? This is so upsetting. Anyway, it's crazy. Everybody knew I was gay. You know, my friends knew I was gay. My teachers knew I was gay. My dad said I was gayer than my brother. Um, Kaiser doesn't even care that I'm gay. You know, I've got this girlfriend. He doesn't even want to meet her. It's totally fine. She's got way bigger tits than him. Um, her tits are so nice. She's so much softer. I don't care how much he exfoliates. He just, you've seen her. You know how hot she is. Yeah, give it up, Gary. Gary tried to fucking cockfuck me. This motherfucker, you totally were trying to cockblock me. He kept playing pool with her. He was like, not letting up. And I was like, are you fucking cockblocking me because you know my fucking boyfriend? Because my boyfriend knows, I mean, this bitch is pussy like <laughs> Anyway, Gary thought she was hot. She's very hot. And, uh, yeah, okay, so that's all for us, you guys. Uh, I hate men. <laughs> and uh, I think we're actually doing really well. We're a very happy couple, but he can't do anything right. Literally, I love him. <laughs> Just, uh, oh, did you not hear that? I won't let him. That's uh, that's how that works. When you're with a woman, you can try, you can try, you can try, but you're never going to do it right because she won't let you. <laughs> Thank you, Pam. Like, uh, dogs are like, like cats. 
My favorite animal, lice. They're fun, you know, you, they, they drink your blood and then uh, you're eating and then uh, your hair's right over your plate and they fall in and then you get to take your blood back. <laughs> it's a game. <laughs> I know, that's um, kind of gross, but you guys ever seen that, like a boxing match where uh, one of the guys take a dive because the mafia told him to lose? Well, I thought, what if the mafia got uh, busy one week and they got things mixed up and they told both of them to lose, you know? Yeah, it's like, boom, the other guy falls down. It's like, what the hell? And the ref's counting off, one, two. And it's like, get up, get up, three, four. And it's like, oh, I better do something. I know, I'll fall down too. <laughs> and then they run away together and get married. Yay. Yay. Hey, uh, my friend has a futon, and I was thinking, I like the idea of one furniture turning into like another furniture. So I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna take a regular stool, and then I'm gonna turn it into my hanging from the garage uh, suicide stool. <laughs> yeah. And the, uh, the suicide stool is gonna have only three legs, so it'll be more wobbly. That way, if I'm up there and I decide to change my mind, it'll be more difficult. You can't get away from me that easily to walk. <laughs> I will get you. Hey, uh, you know, you know, in the wintertime when it gets dark early and you go, whoa, right? And then in the summertime it gets dark really late and you go, whoa. Hey, you know what this means? It means you're fucking boring. <laughs> All right, get a TV like everybody else. Watch it, sit down, take some notes, read it later if you're bored. Hey, you know how? Uh, you know how when it gets really cold sometimes, you go, oh man, I want it to be hot, I don't care how hot. And then it gets like really hot in the summertime and you go, oh man, I want it to be cold, I don't care how cold. You know what this means? It means you're stupid. <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking shit to you guys, but uh, you know how uh, the brain looks like uh, intestines? I like that. I like it. My dad called me shit for brains, I go, <laughs> I said, you too, Dad. He goes, what? I go, oh, stop hitting me. I'm 38 years old. I can hit you, but I'm respectful. You got to take it from your dad, you know? Your dad, my dad's a, a Vietnam vet, you know? Yeah, I wake him up, he goes, <laughs> I go, Dad, it's lunchtime. Wake up. He goes, I go, Dad, you do that one more time, I'm gonna take it to the backyard, dig a hole, and bury you. <laughs> my dad, my dad. Uh, anyways, hey, you know, uh, you know how people create jobs? You know, I'm like, I hate jobs. Like, stop creating them. The guy goes, I created 300 jobs. I'm like, what are you doing? Don't give them to me. I don't want them. Anyways, you guys have heard all those jokes already. <laughs> I can't believe some of you were even laughing at this. Anyways, hey, thanks very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Duat Nye. Woo! Yeah! Upside down suicide garage stool. I, I think I saw that at SF MoMA recently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real quick, do you guys think suicide hotline workers get paid on commission? No? Yeah, me neither. It's probably hourly. It's a government job. All right, we got two very funny, semi-funny people coming to the stage. We got Nathan Lowe, and we got Luke Moore.
doing whatever they're going to be doing. How's it going, guys? Yeah. It's a cool first show. Thanks, Pam. Thanks, Sam. Do a clap for those two guys. Yay. Do you guys like uh, Kaiser and Alyssa's set? Yeah. I did too. I felt like I was watching a marriage story. <laughs> you see that new thing on Netflix where Kylo Ren <laughs> and uh, was it Scarlett Johansson got a divorce and that was really it? It was all that happened. I don't know. It made me think about that because I was like, where's this going? Oh, God, Guys, it's fun. This is my, my partner in crime. This is Luke Moore. Hey, what's up? What's up, Nathan? What's up, dude? Hey, happy President's Day. Hey, happy. Is anybody dressed up for President's Day? No, we're just going to. We're going to do it this year. We're all going to wear powder wigs. We're going to go out after this. And Wait, uh, Ernest is dressed as a president. He is. You, you already, you're already grandfathered in. Abraham Lincoln. You could do that. You could free. It's like I'm not saying we're all gonna go out. We're gonna be founding fathers. We're gonna hang out at bars. We're not gonna. All right. It's not like we're gonna be weird to black people. <laughs> but like you can't sit with us. <laughs> just tonight. Just tonight. We're homies still. But those guys were fucking assholes, and I'm just trying. It's a period piece. That's all we're doing. <laughs> hey, we had a black president. We sure did. You could be that one. <laughs> that was the first thing. Yeah. It's just like yes, in a suit. That's good. Uh, you have a good Obama accent? Yeah, it's the, I have the best one. Show me. Uh, no, we can't do that. <laughs> we'll do that, and that'll be the finale. Luke is cool, man. Uh, Luke has the, the chin of a superhero uh, on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Luke looks like, uh, like a budget Star Trek villain. <laughs> like, we're not going full Klingon makeup, but we're going to get you there. Oh, yeah. Well, Nathan, you kind of got funny-looking ears, and you look like a Star Trek villain as well. <laughs> Luke looks like, not Kill Bill, but just like a guy named Bill who murders people. <laughs> Touche. Thank you. You look like... Uh, you look like you'd be too ugly to be a president. Cool. <laughs> since, we're since we're roasting. Yeah, we have any, uh, do we have any non-comedians in the audience that want to learn how to roast? Billy, you're not a comic. Do you want to <laughs> come up here and we can teach you some stuff? Or? Yeah. Yeah? All right, come here. Come here. Everyone give it up for Billy. Yeah. All right. So this is a microphone. Hold on. So all you gotta do is you gotta talk into the into the dick looking part. Yeah. And I want you to look at Luke. Give him a good look. Alright, you see anything you don't like? <laughs> Alright. Give him an up and down. And just say the first thing that comes into your mind. Those fucking sandals. Yeah, Luke. What about him, bitch? Yeah, what about him? Uh, I guess I am and threatened? I don't know. You mentioned serious killers. It does look like you can walk very quietly. See, that's how you do it. You get the and then you say a funny thing after. All right. Roast me, Billy. All right. Funny thing. Funny thing. Um, that jacket looks like uh, you want to drive a mo motorcycle, but you're too afraid to. I already did the jacket. Uh, All right. <laughs> That was a good roast. That was a good roast. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> do, you have anything, do you have anything for 
really, this one's called a retort, so he's going to say something to you. Yeah, yeah, give it to me. All right, Billy. You look like if Quentin Tarantino... You look like if uh, instead of a screenwriter, he just wrote it on the back of his hand. (laughs) Uh, You look like um, if Quentin Tarantino actually uh, was in defeat. He is in defeat. He is in defeat, yeah. Let's give it up for Billy. Wasn't it great? Isn't it great? It's pretty good. It's pretty good, Rose, but I beat him. Yeah, all right. So now you bring up somebody and you you sherpa them. All right. Who's not a comedian? Who's not a comedian? Are you a comedian? See. His name is a temperature. (laughs) Of course he's a comedian. Oh, yeah. Matt Kelvin? Fahrenheit, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. You should coach Kelvin, though. You should get him out there. If you're not a comedian, you can stay where you're s- seated. But are you are you a comedian? I'm not. No. Okay. Oh. So, so you look like Adam Carolla and Mike D have a baby. Oh yeah. shit. Mike D from the BC Boys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was good. Not everybody's Jewish here. Okay. I'm not. I'm not Jewish either. You look like one of the weak gangs that you have to beat up at the beginning of the Grand Theft Auto. Game. <laughs> a little bit? Yeah, give it up for him. What was your name? Alabaster. Yeah, all right. Alabaster. Whoa, really? Alabaster. Uh, you coach him. You coach him up. Okay. All right, so look at this guy. He's all a right. piece of shit, right? Uh, well, I mean, it looks like he works out, but what the shirt says, but the body suggests differently. Just I'm not sure if he's gay or straight, but I really don't give a fuck. Uh, he's not my type. A little too white. Too white. Nice haircut, though. Thank you. Uh, I got it today. <laughs> <laughs> How, how's the bowl doing after that happened? How's the what? How's the bowl doing after the cut? Did, the bowl? Did you wash the bowl afterwards? Up there? Oh, yeah. That was a racist joke, because I went to an Asian haircut place, and they oh. have only the one. So you had rice after, you had rice after the haircut. Sure Perfect. did. Give it up for a racist comic. Everybody. <laughs> no, no, give it one more. No, he's good. He's good. Give him more. Give him more. Give him one more. Give one more. Give one more. Okay, McAllister, come back. <laughs> All right. So you're wearing a peach shirt, right? Peach is yeah. Peach is. Is it in Georgia? Okay. Well, we got a southern boy here from Georgia. What What could you say about like the southern man? Pick it, pick it apart. I wouldn't think he was from the South, yeah. Because uh, he's not wearing a, K- a KKK outfit, so, you know. Because he doesn't look like a real man. It's a really big stretch of land. There's more than one type of person, you racist fuck. <laughs> Your name is a type of rock. That is true, yeah. You I fucking have, nerd. As, what are you doing as here? As a white rock, yeah. <laughs> you talk about my shitty body all you want. You talk about the great South, I'm going to talk about your name's dumb. Well, I mean, I, I, I put this show together for, for Pam and you guys, so I got to give you a little, uh, 
Your track, name man. is like the part of a rock hobby that people would tune out during. What are we saying? Are we like, saying? Someone's like, I polish rocks. Really? What kind? Alabaster. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you doing? I'm a, I'm a, cheap, I'm a cheaper, softer marble in every way. I'm more marble. You do look like a soft marble. I am a soft marble. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, what's up with that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, what's up with that? It's a good burn. It's a good burn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, what's right? Yeah. Hey. Good. Anyone else want this smoke? Anyone want these hands? Now I'm on tip. That one's for you, Alabaster. Again, back. I think it's I think it's because I I uh, I don't know what it is. I stopped dieting and exercising in October. That might be it. I'm still willing to blame it on my ex though. That's a fucking frivolous lawsuit that I'll get behind every time. It's like people at Starbucks like I didn't know the water was hot. I was like I didn't know this was gonna crush me emotionally. Later on, I just use it all the time. I'll stub my toe. Just God damn it, Sharon! Fucking Italian sucky this piece of shit. All right. Who else? Uh, is anybody anybody feeling it? Anybody feeling the juices? You want to be a little mean? Rachel Penson, you look like a kindergarten teacher. Get up here. I know. Kill him with kindness. Come up here and kill him with kindness. We need more people roasting Nathan. Or he will actually kill you. Hey, Rachel, don't roast me. Roast Nathan, okay? Oh, yeah. Give me I'll that. roast you. Okay, she roast me. She wants to roast you. Like you need my microphone? He's just, yeah, this is a guy, he's just like you, but he just has way more options. He can just, <laughs> uh, you know there's a ceiling, the glass one? Oh, oh no, help me! You know that ceiling, the big glass one that you just can't, you just can't get past it? it he's just, <laughs> the sky's the limit for him. He can do whatever. Like, you know when your parents are the kid, were like, you can be whatever you want. He can. So, like, let him have it. Let him have it. All right, what's up? You want to roast me? Yeah. Luke Moore, I think that you're really clever and I enjoy listening to your stand-up. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that's like a reverse psychology roast. <laughs> that's pretty good. Because now I'm just, like, not able to take a compliment. <laughs> and I feel at my most vulnerable right now. So that's, that's a pretty good roast. <laughs> It was sewn on as one of his victim's penises. <laughs> I know. You know, it's black. Hey, give the, give, give the mic back to Rachel. It's not the biggest black dick I've ever seen. You guys have no idea. He hung someone with it. He did. Rachel, I have a question for you. What do you think about Nathan's ears? What do you think they look like? Do you think they look kind of funny? <laughs> I think that that haircut really does bring out his ears. It yeah. brings out his ears, right? Uh, I see that your pants are tucked into your socks. Is that because you ride a bicycle and you don't want them to get stuck in the chains? That's pretty reasonable. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't ride a bicycle. I just, uh, you know, I just like to see All right, it. now it's weird. It's just a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't ride a bicycle in those shoes. Guys, give it up for Rachel. She did great, right? <laughs> Welcome.
Oh, that was the wrong one. Thank so, you. Sir, would you like to would you like to roast anybody in this room, including me or Nathan? Preferably, yeah. Yeah, get in there. All right, I gotta ask you guys, like, how many of you are upset about the Kobe Bryant thing? Um, no, not at all. Is this a trap? Kobe? No. A big Kobe fan? Yeah, one thing. Are you in pain? Yeah, yeah, one thing. I gotta tell you, pain will pass, unlike Kobe. Hey. 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 That's a fun joke, but this is about roasting. We gotta be mean what's to each your, other. What's your name, sir? I'm Anton. Hi, Anton. How long have you been coaching a middle school basketball team? <laughs> Never middle school. Only high school. Only high school. How many of them have you not fucked but got close? <laughs> I've never been a Disney Lion. You've never been in a Disney Lion? What did you just say? Disney Lion. A Disney Lion? You don't know what a Disney Lion is? A Disney Lion? A Disney Lion. An Italy Lion? Nittany. A Nittany Lion. I know this looks like sports, but it's a sports thing, right? It seems like that's where your analogies go. Nittany Lions. Oh, because they fuck kids too. There you go. Got it. Give it up. It's like a cougar. Y'all know what a cougar is. Hey. Just getting away from us. Okay, Anton, <laughs> Anton, can I roast you real quick? Yeah, sure. All right, Anton over here looking like John Wayne Gacy. If uh, Oh, no, I'm not from Chicago. If John Wayne Gacy was from the Bay Area. <laughs> you look like you should be cleaning glasses while a CSI guy asks you questions about a murder. I met somebody from CSI the other day. All right, so... Time. You look like you have you start racially charged conversations at dinner. Yes, I do. Oh, yeah, we knew it, and it's not the kind you like. Guys, give it up for this racist guy. It's been fun. This has been the roast tutorial. Thank you so much for the time. This is Luke Moore. Do we, do we all feel like we're better roasters? We feel better? Yeah. You feel better? All right, good. 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 Thanks, guys. Keep it going, keep it going for Nathan Lowe and Luke Moore and Anton and Alabaster and Rachel Pitts. That was exciting. So thus far we've had a we've had a couple breaks. Thus far, my I got my son out of bed. He's still he's still alive. I did, I just dropped a pen on it. Oh, you did? It's Ernest. Oh, all right. Can you put your hands together for Ernest Evangelista?
Not drugs you buy at bar, those are expensive, but like. Yeah, that's what I, it sounded like you did right there. It sounded like you're slurring. The thing about Xanax is I don't have insurance, so I don't know what that is. Uh, you guys, you guys ever think about killing yourself? You guys wanna kill yourself right now? I killed myself. Uh, the reason why I killed myself is because I saw myself the other day looking right at me and I knew in that moment what to do and that was to kill myself because I know myself and I know if I was an evil clone that broke out of Genentech, I would try to kill myself and then Wear a curly mustache. No, just so he could have sex with his girlfriend. Hey, big. Uh, you guys, you guys do anything romantic on Valentine's Day? No, you guys are losers. Hey, I did something really romantic. I ate my girl on her period. I did it, and I liked it. I liked it. It was delicious. It was like ordering a rare steak, really bloody, you know? Like that. It was like a queef in your mouth. You guys ever, you ever did that before? Okay. Uh, you guys can grab the mic if you want to. Does anyone want to grab the mic? Or I could pretend to be my girlfriend. Doing, okay, you want to pretend to be my What's girlfriend? Up? Ernest, you look, you look like, like you're like handsome, man. You look like Kurt Cobain if he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand that at, at all, but uh, you look good, man. Oh, you're doing positive jokes. Oh, no, um, you, you feel bad about that. You should feel vain and superficial. No, I don't. Feel good. I don't. It's okay. It's okay. You look like Chris Hardwick from Singled Out. Do you remember Singled Out on MTV? Okay. Okay, one minute. Cool. Uh, so, Sam. Yeah, what's going on? You want to go to my car? <laughs> For your crow's daddy? For, yeah. You just have to, I'm Asian, so you have to take your shoes off before <laughs> you get inside my car. That's, that's all. Okay, what do, you, what do you want me to do with them? You have to just take them off. Yeah, where, where should I put them? You just put them in my trunk. I'm, the, I'm on the street. I don't want to, can I, can I sit down in your car while I take my shoes off? No. Can I give you my shoes and you'll look after them? Yeah, yeah. All right, and I'll just, and I'll sit in your, and I'll sit in your car. Yeah. And wait for the crow's annex. And you, yeah, you can give him blowjob too. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to do that. I just want to. I just want the, the, the crow drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to. We'll I don't want to suck your dick. What? 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 We'll what is this about sucking your dick after now? After the drugs kick in. After the drugs. Oh, I don't care about what after the drugs kick in. Exactly. Like before the drugs kick in, there will be no dick sucking at all. Mm -hmm. Not at all. Okay. After the drugs kick in, it's whatever. It's fair game. Nice shoes, Doc. <laughs> what, you, you want them? 
No, I'm just, yeah, I love, but I'm just complimenting you since you caught, are those true blues too, man? Like, yeah, they were OG Redskins. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I used to steal shoes from white people. All right, you guys have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> Ernest Evangelista is gonna steal your shoes and your virginity. Uh, your butt virginity. My virginity remains intact. Something is wrong with this mic stand. Uh, something's not wrong with your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kelvin Gann. Yay! He's in the lottery. Go, Kelvin! Yay! Yay! Thanks, man. I thought two other people were going to come up here. Oh, they will. They, with the, the second team member isn't here yet. Oh. Okay. Yeah, go 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 for it. Um, so I uh, celebrated Valentine's Day early with my girlfriend, and we went out on a double date with my other friend. So after our double date, we decided, you know, after drinks, to go to a arcade because that's what nerds do. Emporium? Uh, no, it's in LA. It's in oh, LA. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's the four bit circus. Have you been there? I've never been to the circus. Oh, you want to take me? <laughs> yeah, man, we can go down to LA and then uh, we can go to the four bit circus. We can play some arcade games. It'd be great. So after a few drinks, we decided not to drive, but instead we decided to take the electric scooter. Like how that's somehow better. Did you know that Lyft doesn't let you take electric scooters past like 10 p.m.? What? Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, real. it's yeah, it's real. So, I found that out. I'm just cramping yourself. Carry on. I, I know, no, no. <laughs> no, but like I didn't know that. Wait, so like you can use like the Lyft app to order a scooter, but you just order not. Order bikes, right? Yeah. To, what what happens safety, after ten? Safety. It's safety. Uh, drunk driving. What, what were you doing trying to order a bike after ten p.m.? Hey, if I told you. Do you have to ride me? What? <laughs> that was how I was. Uh, I was seeing someone. Oh, you're seeing someone. Yeah. So, uh, on on the bike, like. Did you bang her on the bike, or did you bang her? Who said it was a her? Oh. Oh, oh, sorry, my bad. Did you... Normative narrative. Oh, my bad, my bad. I'll, I'll take that. This is Red History Month. You know, give it up for diversity and minorities. Yeah! Give it up for diversity and minorities! All right, carry on. No, now I'm just, like, really interested. In me? No, in, like, your 10 p.m. bike story. Is there, like, a story there? Oh, no, no, I just, I just needed to go home. Oh. I couldn't go home with a bike, so I called an Uber instead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Cool. So, what would you describe me as? Like, if you were to say I am a dash man, what would you say? A dash man? I mean, I am dashing. Fast. fast, right? Or, come yeah, on. Handsome. Handsome. Handsome? Okay, or? Or uh, black. But am I really black? The mic is black. I'm chocolate. Okay. That's so, good. from now on, can you call me chocolate man? Chocolate man. All right, Dr. Chocolat. <laughs> <laughs> now you're pushing it. Oh, I mean, I was <laughs> pushing it inside. Um, sorry, no, my bad. Carry on. All right, so uh, we decided to... Uh... So anyway, I didn't want to take the electric scooters because I had a couple drinks. And my friend called me a pussy and called me chicken shit. And I was like, dude, what the fuck, dude? I just don't want to get hit by a car. And so my my girlfriend started calling me names too. My girlfriend's like, "You're chicken shit." Your um, girlfriend calls you names too. Yeah. Oh my, yeah. Uh, uh, my my girlfriend calls me a flappy bird. A what? 
because um, I'm popular amongst the whites. <laughs> all right, all right, carry on, sorry, sorry. So, uh, yeah, so she starts calling me names, and I'm like, okay, fine. I, I give in to the peer pressure, and I decide to take the scooter. And so my friend and I, we get on this, uh, a scooter each, and I scan my girlfriend in, because I'm a gentleman. And we take the scooter down the block, and my girlfriend's gone. I down to the black? Down the block. Oh, no, sorry, I was hearing things. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> so I took it down the block, I turn around, and my girlfriend's gone. Uh, and I turn around, and I see her back at the beginning of the block, falling off the scooter. Aww. Falling off the scooter. Falling off the scooter. Now, mind you, she didn't have a lot to drink. And so I, I, I ride back, and I'm like, yo, what, what are you doing? Wait, wait, wait. Did she have a lot to drink, not a lot to drink, based on your standards, or? She didn't have anything to drink at all. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. You and should uh, represent her pretty, pretty well accurately. Uh, what? It changes the complex of the story. That she, she doesn't drink? No, no, that uh, she had, um, didn't have that much to drink. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Okay. So, so just make it clear that you weren't date raping her. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, dude, what the fuck, dude? Okay, but, I pushed it too far. I'm sorry. Carry on. So anyway, she's falling off the scooter, and it turns out she doesn't know how to ride a scooter. And I've been dating her for two years, and I didn't know that she didn't know how to ride a scooter. But I guess on Valentine's Day, I find out, you know, a, way, a new way how I can leave my girlfriend. Hit and run? <laughs> no, just, just, you know, give her a scooter. Okay. And then I, I run away. She'll just be falling off. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Alright. Alright, that's been my time, guys. Thank you. that she is willing to get on a scooter knowing she doesn't know how to ride it. So that's the second part of the show. We'll get to that next time. Oh, stick around for the sequel. Your next comedian. He's a funny guy. Put your hands together for Jason King. Oh, yeah. Yay. some jokes, but maybe not. It's talking shit. It's uh, talking shit at Wasima. Talking shit. I'll just talk some shit, I guess. Somebody else want to come up here? I've never done that. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm taking over, Nate. You look like the same dude who's fucking the bullet holes in the side of his trailer. Are we making shot. Are we both making fun of Nathan? Oh, that's very interesting. He could be good. Mic. He has no defense. Look at this. And like, it's a perfect triangle. Yeah. The Bermuda triangle. Isosceles. Yeah, the Nathan looks like... Can you spell like... Bermuda? Spell it. Don't spell it. Uh, don't don't uh, give into that. Don't give into that. Way too long to know how No. That's what I'm here for, man. I got you. Can, you I got can. you. I got you. B-E-R. M double O D A. Sounds like a rapper. Yeah, let's see, Nathan, Nathan, Nathan. Now that Nathan's gained weight, 
<laughs> he looks like John Cena. That won't body slam you. It'll just sleep on top of you. <laughs> Relentless. <laughs> you look like um, uh, if Snorlax wasn't the last evolution in that design of Pokemon. <laughs> your most valuable thing, finger, I'd say big toe. Ah, big toe, that's perfect. You don't know how I can use my big toe. <laughs> how do you use your big toe, Nathan? You can ask your mother. Uh, see, that's why you don't give him any, that's why you don't give him this. I just take my, my toe and your mom's pussy. You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't give Nathan any leeway, and you definitely don't give Nathan access to your mom. That's what yeah, you don't do. No leeway, but she did weigh a ton. Not more than she you. <laughs> go on in, go in on me, Jason. Come on, I can handle it. I don't know what to do. I don't know, but we we were so nice. I know. We were I'll no. nice. I, that's my problem with Rosen. Nathan just like pulled it out of me. Yeah. Bastard. What? Brings what out happened? Worse than people. What happened? Right here. Right here. Hey guys, can we not? Dude. Uh, what happened to you in your childhood? Why are you so mean? <laughs> hey. I don't want to steal your spot, Jason. You, you go in your material. Go ahead. I wasn't going to use any material. Uh, you know, actually, actually, maybe this, this. I mean, this could be interesting to chip in on. Uh, this might be interesting material that someone else can come in on. But uh, this girl was sucking my dick recently, uh, and then uh, mid dick suck, she goes, "Can't wait to date you." Yikes. Uh, the only thing I could have imagined that was worse, like. You know, I, I can't wait until we get to share AIDS, you know? My thinking is, it's like, you know, what was it What was it about my dick that made her say that in the moment, you know? I, I wonder. I, I, I forgot the rest of this joke, so I'm hoping you could chip in. I haven't done this joke since that happened. <laughs> you, said, uh, you said share AIDS. Does AIDS get worse if you both have it? <laughs> That's cheap, bro. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. You do seem like a smart guy, though. I, Maybe you would know. I guess I don't know a lot about AIDS. <laughs> I shouldn't be as curious as I am. I'm going to do this. You think AIDS patient zero was uh, positive or negative? For just a question. Does he have to be positive? Could put is it like is zero like he's patient oh, zero. Is he I got positive? you. It's a numbers joke. I got that. Do that. I, I don't know anything about AIDS or numbers. That's that's what we do. Man. What? Is that the light? Yeah. That's my reefer. I feel like I'm done. I I want to go home. That's. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Jason King going up with no material. Dude, that's my reefer right there. Luckily, his reefer was found. Reefer secured. It's, uh, it's a happy day here at Lazima. Tip your bartenders. Get drinks. 
We're waiting for the last team member, Ian Levy, to come. But until then, we've got a joke. We've got jokes from a really funny lady. Another, uh, it's you, Rachel Pinson, yeah. It's she's you, not a witch. Rachel Pinson. She's not a witch. Just because she dresses like one and knows how to read does not make her a witch. Put your hands together, everybody, for Rachel Pinson! I learned how to roast today. I had a good roasting lesson. You guys were there. So I think that means the whole room should get it. I think I should practice more on roasting people. Yeah. Roast us. Yeah, roast them. Okay, all right. Who who should I start with? Well, you're making eye contact. <laughs> Mike Evans Jr., you're a delight. And every time you're on the mic, the whole room has a great time. And I really appreciate what you do. Uh, Jason King, you're here. I really like every time you come up, you have something original to say. That's nice. That's cool. Ernest has a really cool style, not just in the way he dresses, but in the way that he approaches the words he uses on the mic that makes us think of randomest shit. That's kind of cool. Let's see. This guy, this guy over here, you did a good job. You did a good yeah. job your first roasting. Like, cool. I'm going to like that applause is for me. Uh, yesterday, you were dressed really nice. Yeah. Kelvin's always been really supportive of my comedy. That's pretty cool. These guys that interrupted us with the music had pretty cool music, though, right? That was cool. I like that. Uh, Sam, you're really unique. I like how you always do something I'm not expecting, like play with the microphone or I don't know. You're weird, and I like it. It's a, it's a good weird. Uh, let's see, who else is it? Who else wants to get rid You're a really cool audience member. Thanks for being one of the only two. Nice smile, even better laugh. That's All right. Uh, what? Oh, it's not? Uh, okay. She's learning. She's learning. Oh, okay. Maybe. Maybe, actually, I'm, I'm thinking of insults in my head, but I'm pretending to be nice because I'm really just like a two-faced bitch, you know? <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it's all about. Maybe all those compliments weren't even real. I was just being condescending. <laughs> Not even genuine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, wow, I'm so much better at roasting myself, it seems like. Yeah! <laughs> oh, man. Pam Benjamin, I haven't gotten to you yet. <laughs> Are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready for it. You do a lot of great things for the comedy scene here. I think a lot of it goes over, <laughs> overlooked and underappreciated, but I really appreciate you. Thanks for running a free speech place. She can't take a compliment, and it's adorable. Oh, Billy Gauss. They taught me how to roast today. Now I'm just roasting everybody. Yeah, are you ready for it? You're such a delight as a host. I really, I really enjoy it, the way that you bring people up and uh, Pine Tar was really fun. Uh, <laughs> well, it lasted. What? <laughs> oh, uh, I don't listen. I don't pay attention. I don't pay attention. Um, maybe that's the problem. What else? What? Who else? I think I, I think I got everybody in the room. Oh, I didn't get Nathan. 
<laughs> I don't need to say anything about Nathan because he'll talk enough for both of us. <laughs> that was some amazing roasting there. Uh, there at the end. That was that was great. Thank you, Rachel. I I I if I was to, I would, if I was to roast myself, I'd want to say something like, I look like uh, Punky Brewster and Karl's Marx had an affair over time. See, it's not funny. I look like Punky Brewster. I, do, I, do. I like to pretend I look like Punky Brewster. Except Salemu and Fry, the real actress who played Punky Brewster, has a huge rack. Wow. Yeah. I like, it's okay. I, I like to... I like to stick my boobs up against the glass ceiling so I can actually see some cleavage, you know, because they don't really, I can't really see the cleavage unless they really press it is right God, Is God just looking down at this the whole time? I just have to lean right into that glass ceiling. Should we do one more open mic and then go, you or you just want to go, is he not coming? Where's your team member? Let Billy go. Perfect. He, uh, he runs an open mic on Fridays at at Michael Collins, it's exciting and wonderful. Put your hands together, everybody, for Billy D. Gauss, yay! And Mike Evans, right? And Mike Evans, at, at the same time. Yeah, hell yeah! Oh, I didn't we got Mike Evans in the house, too. Mike Evans in the house. This is the team. That's exciting, all right. So Billy, Billy and Mike, here we go, yay, yay! So I just had a baby and the baby came out um, white, fully white. And it, it turns out that Ian is the father of my girlfriend's baby. So I thought today we could actually have a, you know, a real dialogue in front of you all about how this came about. I fucked your bitch, man. <laughs> I am God. I am God. But we, we've been friends since elementary school. I didn't think that'd be cool for you to do that. You said you you were at our wedding. Like, I don't know why you would do such a thing. What do you think I fucked her, man? What up? Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm good. It's good to be here. This is your father. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, how, how do you feel about that, man? Not so good. Yeah. Not so good. It's, 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 black, it's Black History Month, too. You know, I feel like... It's like a double slap in the face. Just, I, I don't, I, I just, I lost a friend and a girlfriend in the same week. And a child. And a child, thanks for the reminder. <laughs> Jesus. Do you believe in, are you gonna raise our kid like religious or? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll raise it uh, Jewish. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, they, that we counts. We don't believe in Jesus. But do, do you celebrate Christmas or? Uh, no. No. <laughs> I, I, just to scrub it in, I'm gonna celebrate Kwanzaa. Just. <laughs> I, 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 
the poop divides. It's like like dental floss. It kind of just, you know, when you put Play-Doh in like a like a shape, it kind of just comes out like spaghetti. That's that's Ian's asshole. Poop divides. It's straight up just fractions, man. Come on. All right, I'm done. Yeah. Let's let's talk about uh, racial injustice. Let's okay. let's go let's go right into it. So how can we cause more racial injustice? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Not I don't think there's enough. I, I I don't I don't think there's enough at all. Yeah, I just see all these minorities being oppressed. So I'm like, more of that. Is <laughs> yes, and thank you. Yep. Well, I mean, I, I got a president last time, you got a president this time, yeah, so I mean, we're, you know, I don't know where you can go from this. 9-11... Old people, that's who you can president next time. No, no, for the next, that's like the one minority that, you know, that no one will ever really want. <laughs> old people. Man. I've been thinking a lot about it, hanging out with my grandmother, mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy. I don't really have anything funny, just, here, do you guys know that it... So if your your like relatives run out of money when they're old, they can go live in a nursing home for free, right? If they're not very well, but they have to be like kind of sick or messed up. My my like, grandmother is really healthy and running out of money, so like pretty soon if she doesn't get sicker, I'm gonna have to like beat the shit out of my grandmother oh, no. and just like, get her in a nursing home. Just like grandma, this is because I love you for her. This is because I care about her, but we don't know what to do. Like, let's... I mean, I think that's what Chris Brown was thinking, too. Oh, no, really... no, no, bad, bad joke. He can beat his grandma, but Chris can beat Rihanna. I guess that's it's too soon. It's too soon. No? Uh, I don't know where to go from here. I was listening to Rihanna on the way over here. I didn't really? know how many albums she had. She has, like, four? Three? She has, like, 20. 20. Well... So close to four or three. That is a very... Wow, okay. What, what topics do you guys want us to talk about? Yeah. Uh, have, have you really been... No. No. no We've been lying this entire time. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't have a kid. I would probably met in 2016, I would guess, because that's when yeah. I started miking. Yeah, no, 2016. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So. It looks like you're going to grow all together and play chess in a park, though. I'm down. Hopefully it's... Within successful stand-up careers, I don't. I, that's what I'm. So I'm genuinely. Yeah, if, if this night is anything to go off of, no. <laughs> no, not at all. Not even. Not even. Where, where is the, where is the worst place you ever performed stand-up? Uh, <laughs> at Crazy Horse. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Uh, the Harrington Corn Exchange in Scotland. Oh my god. I performed for 80 year old Scottish people who traded and bought corn. Jesus. And they did not like my Tinder jokes. They got some Tinder, they're like, yeah, fucking cunt. Like, that's what they're, yeah. They, so they were very mean to me. But What do you think Scottish people and strippers have in common? Um, big old bagpipes. Big old bagpipes? Big old bagpipes. We'll do the jokes, sir. Okay, that's what oh. sort it out. Yeah, yeah. If you guys could imagine us like a buddy cop film, would it be Men in Black, Lethal Weapon, 
or some sort of porn? It'd be Green Book. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, Highly overrated. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was, it doesn't deserve the praise. Um, I wish my beard was as long as yours. I'd say, like, I have like little gaps in in between. I feel like a guy two days ago gave me after a show gave me beard oil. He came up to me. I was gonna say like good show, so he just handed me beard oil. I don't know if it's a compliment or an insult. That was weird. It was uh, it's a sandalwood flavored or smell not flavored. I haven't eaten. I haven't eaten my beard oil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not good. I don't even know what the point of beard oil is. Hmm. Do you like beards? I like my beard. I like beards <laughs> on a couple people. I feel like Brad Pitt looks weird in a beard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And my mom as well, but <laughs> I just, weird, in a beard? Weird, yeah. in a beard. weird in a beard. Weird in a beard. Weird in a beard. Sounds like a fun sitcom. Weird in a beard. Weird in a beard. Weird in a beard. Weird in a beard. <laughs> you know, at first when you were telling that story, what, what's the name of the place in Scotland? You said you uh, want the, the Harrington Corn Exchange. I thought you were gonna say like the Harriet Tubman Museum. <laughs> I got really excited to imagine Ian in the, the museum. No, I crushed my set at the Harriet Tubman Museum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Harriet Tubman brought Harriet bitch bit now. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not uh, good. An American hero. That's true. That's true. It should be on the, the 20 or whatever it is. Who do you think would win in an arm wrestling contest, uh, Harry Tubman or Anne Frank? Which is <laughs> oh, both of us in the same joke. I don't know if. You gotta go, Harry Tubman. You gotta go, Harry Tubman. Anne Frank. Anne Frank. That's what I was thinking. She was right. I feel like Anne Frank would hide in a surprise attack. Just kind of like. Drop from the rafters. But Harriet Tubman is the queen of hiding. Like, well, so is Anne Frank. They're both. I guess at hiding with seat game, they would both be really. Good. I think Anne would win the hiding with seat game though. No, right. Harriet Tubman. Anne was a worse hider than Harriet Tubman. Oh. The whole point of hiding is you gotta stay mobile. Do you like you like SpongeBob? Um. <laughs> I prefer Anne Frank. <laughs> All right, guys, that's our time. This has been fun. Well, this all seems to be working out. Uh, we have one. We have one comic left to do open mic, and then uh, and then I I'm gonna we're counting up as success. How do you feel, Sam? Great. Okay. Oh, do we have do more wanna, people? We have one more comedian. We have Billy. Billy Gauss. Yeah, give it, put your hands together for Billy Gas. Yay! Oh, you're coming out. We're talking with Pam, everybody. Give her what you got left. He's fantastic, man. Create some, ooh, these fancy. Oh, Mutiny Radio Lighters, huh? I kind of like, where, where's Nathan go? Oh, Nathan's out of the building. All right. So what, what was this? This was like two people went up at once, and you kind of just like yeah, talk, you kind of like... Team comedy. Yeah, you kind of just like bounce off each other and get for a riff and yeah. talk or, a little shit. Or you planned. Kaiser and Alyssa were actually playing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it sounds fun, man. I kind of like that chess idea, whoever had that. Uh, I think you see them both getting... I would trust them both across the chessboard. Wise old black man, wise old Jew. That is chess wisdom in a nutshell. Ah, man. 
uh, like outright piggybacking off the concept of a same-sex couple, I'm gonna tell you a date story, all right? Uh, when I was a girl, and uh, we, were, we were actually getting along, all right? It was the uh, first date, and it was going great. We seemed to get along, uh, but um, she was living, she, she lived with a lesbian couple. And that's, that's not weird in itself. This lesbian couple had their first baby uh, recently, and the baby was the background of her phone, and she talked about it a lot. She clearly had extra affection for it. And I, first date, no fear, asked, uh, you, seem, I asked you seem to have a, a special attachment to this baby. And she said, that's because I know the load that this baby came from. The load? Yeah. Yeah, she also had first date, no fear. Uh, and I like, looked at her and she said, oh, no, no yeah, my, she said, my friend supplied the, uh, I was in the room when my friend masturbated into a mason jar and then I drove him to the hospital. Uh, I was like, Gabriel, I must have had a significant look on my face because she said, oh no, no, don't worry, he's gay. I said, that's not what I'm worried about. All right, uh, whose idea was it, okay? Because it was your idea to be in the jack-off room. I know a world famous comedian who would love to meet you. And also, also, mason jar? Mason jar. Uh, doesn't it have to be, like, was it wrapped in twine? They sift out the overnight oats? Like, doesn't it have to be in one of those plastic, overnight sterile oats. cups? Like, no, it doesn't, apparently. Like, I can just come in a soup spoon, and as long as I have a steady hand in the Uber over, uh, I can just make a baby out of that. Like, it's amazing. Has anyone here ever been hoodjacked? Like, hoodjacked. Someone going like, where are you from? And there is a right and a wrong answer. Anybody? Yeah, I, I, yes, you know the feeling. Yeah, Okay. Connecticut, it was great, it was a ski club. Oh, in Connecticut? Oh, it was a ski club, a ski club in Connecticut. I don't know, that's more of a club check, or like a community check. Uh, how, like, how did that feel? Like, what, actually, what was your flex? How did you defeat it? How did you win? So were they like, where are you from? Like, who, who do you know here? Really? Friends of yours or just strangers? Were they like some Mayflower motherfuckers? Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you, you appear to have some Irish blood in you. You are not welcome there. Oh, boy. Ski club in Connecticut. I'll tell you uh, the most I've been hood checked and my favorite hood check, and they're my only hood checks of all time, all right? The most I've been hood checked was at a Mexican tailgate before a Niners game. Uh, and I had a reason to be there, all right? I was second degree friends with a first degree friend with a member of this family, all right? Uh, but apparently my pass into the, into the tailgate didn't spread the word very much because I had about five or six people ask me, uh, who are you here with? I said, I'm here with Lule. And then we had fun. Uh, but it uh, happened a number of times. That was the most. I should flesh out the story more. It was at camp. It was at camp. It was, it was cool. And it was justified. My favorite hood check. The time I, I've defeated a hood check. All right? Uh, and I'll spare you most of the setup. But uh, it was a... It was a dude fight about basketball. We were bickering about basketball. It was four people, everyone between 5'7 and 5'10. It was a silly situation, all right? Uh, but one of them 
And he pulled the card. He pulled the where you from card. And I'm from here, so I had him checked. I had him, I had him defeated. And I saw him. I've never seen someone so crestfallen. And since it's a basketball dispute, ridiculous. Let me put it like this. Uh, imagine this guy was actually on an NBA team, but he was the biggest bench warmer in the league. Okay. Uh, he's only on the team because it's really funny to make him fall down in practice. He helps keep the team unified. But one night, it's a blowout. And all the other players get injured. They got jury duty or something. And last minute of the game, the coach looks at him, calls his name, says, Lick shits, you're in. And he pulls his warm-up off to reveal his game jersey with his many, many condiment stains. He tries to, like, pull off his pants, but he finds the buttons have been sealed with rust. <laughs> but after wiggling out of them, he finally checks in. And by a miracle, he gets a breakaway to the hoop. And he's dribbling to the basket, all right? And he's thinking to himself, oh my god, I'm gonna score. I can dunk this, and finally, I'll have proof that I was in the NBA. Here we go, I'm going up. Two points, where are you from? And then boom, he gets blocked from behind, LeBron James style, by the other team's biggest bench warmer. Oh, uh, that's a failed hood check. Oh, I lost, I lost the part, I lost the anchor to the story. All right, all right. All right yeah, I still like it. I still like it. Uh, yeah, I still like the build. The build in the moment is good. All right, thanks. This is uh, so fun. We're back to this. This is great. Well, Sam, we did it. We had a show. We did it. It worked. We did it. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming and being a part of the first show. The next one is... Um, the... I'm going to say that I'm a comedian now. Yeah, you run I'm a gonna show, I'm going to commit to that. Sam, you run a show. I'm going to commit to that in real life. You should. You run a show. So the next one is the third Monday of the month. We're going to have another one. We're going to be booking comics to do teams. And we put this together in a week. So hopefully the next one will be... Uh, you know, it'll be great. It's gonna be awesome. Thanks to Wazima, thank you to all of the people who came. Thanks for being here. Thanks for buying drinks. You've been great. I've been Pam. That's been Sam. Yeah, like, I'm not fucking with you. It's like a crux of the whole movie is the Twitter bird. It's so bad. <laughs> and then the children are like watching it like, I need a phone. And the whole thing's about children being on their phones. Like, that's the whole movie. It's like junior highers and high schoolers like walking around like this and how that's their entire life. I'm like, why are we letting this be okay? Okay. It's, ah. Last pull for me. There's plenty of them in here, though, you guys. Uh. What is your dream job, or what your dream job is uh, to be Yoda? Clearly at that point, I didn't know how grammar worked. Uh, what my dream job is, I would probably say um, I would want to murder Martha Stewart and then make a skin robe out of her and then be her. And like, I would be Martha Stewart. Like, is that possible? Can you do that? Can I actually be her? Like, just to have like, it would be so crazy to, um, like make decisions and not have a committee about it. Does that happen to you as a woman? Like men make decisions and people do it and then women make decisions and they make a committee? Does that ever happen? Am I the only one? No? That we're not used to that? She gives me the look like, mm, I don't know what you're talking about, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they always <laughs> want to form a committee. They're like, we should really, we should really talk about this in group. I'm like, no, we could just get it done. <laughs> it's, a, it's fine. 
I've, I've been, I was really frustrated today. Uh, hey, we sing a little song before we start this show, and then we'll get it going with our crazy comics. If you know how it goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy, clubhouse. comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high, 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 high. <coughs> I need to get a vaporizer, it hurts. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay, yay, we're all in for a hell hat. Who knows what's going to happen, these crazy kids coming up. Uh, your first comedian of the night. Your first comedian of the night, what a funny guy he is. You guys can see him in the upcoming Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. Here, he's actually in the Locals Only Show, which is the opening show of the whole festival on March 1st at 6 o'clock. But you get to see him now on Hell Hat. Clap your hands together for Marty Cunny! I am scared of blank. Um, I used to say dying alone, but that's kind of what we all do. So <laughs> I would say that I am most scared of probably kangaroos, to be honest. Uh, I'm talking about like in terms of animals that we are most okay with but are the most dangerous uh, in general. I mean, have you ever seen a kangaroo kick someone in the face? That's some fucking scary shit, okay? They're like deer that can kill you. Uh, it's true. Uh, it's just that it's just part of the Australian agenda. Just a whole nation of animals that can just fucking murder you. Uh, no matter what it looks like, it kills you. A platypus is poisonous, people. Do you fucking understand that? A platypus has a, a venomous barb behind its left paw. Only on one side. It's not even fucking symmetrical. Like, it makes no fucking sense. Uh, I don't get it. I don't... Uh, the whole goddamn nation trying to kill you. Uh, hot take, I know. <laughs> okay. High five. Always appropriate. Um, not at a veterans march. Uh, you never know what they got going on. Uh, that might just be a limb that doesn't go above shoulder height. They might not have a high five in them. Uh, so I, w I would just not chance that one. Uh, I was wondering, you say, uh, the question is, is high five always appropriate? Can you go for the high low with a dwarf? Is that okay to go for like the high low follow through with a dwarf? I feel like it is, but like I just don't know. I, I, it's one of those etiquette things that I, I don't have enough or a dwarf friend to figure that out. <laughs> uh, I have exactly zero dwarf friends. Uh, that's an untapped market for me. It's like Laotian friends. I don't count my landlord as a friend. Uh, next topic. God, is it real? <laughs> the re is she real is the real question, right, guys? No, God, is it real? Oh, man, so deep, you know. We get real deep with the hell hat. Um, yeah, God, is it real? I sure... Hope not, because that means someone's been watching me do all the dumb shit that I do. Uh, I mean, essentially, the people are scared. I don't get it. Like, you can't be, like, religious and then also be mad about, like, the NSA. 
because we've had like God watching us this whole time, and like some people were fine with that. <laughs> and we're just adding another layer to that. It's like God and some creepy weirdo behind a computer. Like, what's the big deal? What's the difference, really? Uh, the same guy that made platypuses and kangaroos is watching you jerk off, okay? Like, that guy's clearly got an agenda we don't understand at all, uh, which I think is kind of his thing, right? Is that, that's the God thing, right? We don't really get what he's doing. Yeah, so uh, and if he's real, he's a real weird guy. Uh, I'll, I'll go with that. I'm going to fill every one of my pockets. I was kind of wishing I wore cargo pants so I could put <laughs> one of these in every single pocket by the time I'm done and finally use every bit of the cargo pant. Uh, kids, yay or devil spawn? Porque no los dos, guys. Porque no los dos. I think kids are both. Uh, mine will certainly be devil spawn. Uh, I was a terrible child growing up. Uh, it was weird because I was actually a blonde child until I was about two years old. And then, like, as soon as my hair turned brown, I actually turned evil. And I didn't realize. <laughs> huh? <laughs> what did you say? That explains everything, right? Yeah. I, it was like a weird metamorphosis where, like, I didn't learn it wasn't okay to, like, punch people in the balls until I was, like, six. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I can blame my uncles for a lot of that, but, like, some of it has to come from me. Like, <laughs> some of that has to come from me. But at the same time, I'm going to get to convince them all the little kids to punch other people in the balls. So, like, I guess I can see where the cycle continues. I can so yay, but, you know, unfortunately, they are devil spawn. Um, Let's see. What do you know more about any <laughs> more about than anyone else? Uh, these days, it seems I know a lot more about cuckold porn than a lot of my friends. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and anyone ever gets into the conversation, I like start throwing out terms and stuff, and guys are just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> And then just like, oh, you guys don't, oh, never mind. <laughs> no, uh, there's that. Um, definitely wrestling. I haven't found anyone else to talk about with recently that is really as much into wrestling as I am, which is unfortunate because uh, to really understand where we got to in this as a country, you have to watch uh, Donald Trump's whole stint in the WWE back what, 10, 15 years ago. Keith knows what I'm talking about. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> and you got to watch two billionaires like use wrestlers like they were play toys to like challenge each other. Like my wrestler could beat your wrestler, and it was like, oh yeah, what happens if mine beat yours? Uh, I get to shave your head, <laughs> and that was the contest that they had. And Donald Trump, of course, did not lose, but Vince McMahon did. So you got to watch Vince McMahon, a billionaire CEO of a publicly traded company. <laughs> get held down by the Texas Rattlesnake Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> and get his head shaved by him and Donald Trump. It was, and then we elected him, like 10 or 15 years later, we elected him president. Uh, I think that's just tremendous. Uh, really gives me tremendous hope, of course, that as we all know, 2020, 2024, we're gonna have The Rock running as president. And then we're gonna have, no one's gonna be able to debate The Rock. It's He's going to be up there, like, you know, he's going to pull all the old rock lines out. It's going to be like when Arnold Schwarzenegger was running for governor. And everyone, every time he said, I'll be back, we're like, you're in, man. You're fucking <laughs> in. Like, this is a shoe one. Why are we having an election right now? 
uh, <laughs> uh, I just can't wait for that debate. It's going to be, what are they going to do the fucking line? Like, it's going to go, but I don't know. That's just what I think, Senator. Uh, what do you think? Well, I it doesn't matter what you think. He's going to pull out that line, and that debate's going to be over. It's going to be on the first question, okay? Uh, it's going to be, when he finally gets in, it's going to be, can you smell the legislation cooking on the congr- Congress floor, guys? It's really got some <laughs> tremendous some tremendous stuff we're putting forward in there. All right, now we'll move on from that. I just got excited there a little bit. Uh, why your parents aren't proud of you? Uh, my dad gave in his uh, retirement speech, he said, uh, yeah, every single cunning male since coming to America has worked for the city of San Francisco, except for my son, Marty. <laughs> 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 I was like, is I can't tell if that was supposed to be a compliment or not, but it sure didn't sound like one to this room full of firemen and cops. It <laughs> 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 uh, is true, though. I am the first... Uh, the first non-cop or fireman in my family since we came to America, uh, which is pretty fun. Uh, and I'm pretty sure my parents know it's because I'm the only one who wants to like keep doing drugs after 30. Uh, <laughs> and so that like became like readily apparent to them the first time I went to Burning Man. They're like, oh, okay, <laughs> we get it now. All right. Uh, uh, uh. The last one night stand. Ooh. Can't even remember because I'm just such a good guy. I always call him back. No. Uh, what is the last one night stand I had? Um, it was really pretty, pretty straightforward. Uh, <laughs> 69 to girl till she threw up on my dick. <laughs> 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 You know, general stuff, uh, (laughs) classic stuff. I don't know. I mean, what? How did your life? I don't know. I didn't. It wasn't like I didn't like blame her for it. I appreciated the uh, enthusiasm, but it was just like I can't like continue this now. Like that's that's a first impression that's hard to literally hard to wash off. All right, are we milli- Are we nearly a simulacrum? Does anybody want to clue me in? Simulacrum. Okay, so you're going to have to go ahead and tell me what this means. <coughs> are we all robots that seem human? Somebody was wa- has somebody been watching a little too much Westworld? Uh, <laughs> somebody has been watching a little too much Westworld. I kind of hope so. Because... Um, I don't know. It it would explain all like the breaking down of all my joints and everything. Uh, <laughs> that would that would be like, oh, I d- just need to get some oil in there, uh, not you know, a fifth of Jameson a night. That's not the oil that I need. It's, but if I start drinking actual oil, I don't think that's really going to help either. That's not a chance I'm willing to take. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, last poll. Last poll. <laughs> Are you picky? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Am I picky? I would say that uh, I have a, a line I don't cross, but it's it's kind of hard to see because it's been on the field for a while and I haven't freshened it up. It's like 
when you you know you go to play on like a community park, you can kind of see where the line is, and so no one knows when it's really out of bounds. And every once in a while, we will see it and be like, "Oh, you're out." And you're like, "Ah, you're right." That's my line. Is like sometimes <laughs> I don't know. I'm way over it until I'm actually looking for it, and uh, <coughs> yeah, I think I'll leave it with that. I think that's <laughs> that really says a lot about me. Thanks so much, guys. The hat is hell. When I wrote that one, I was thinking more about food, but clearly you were thinking about sex, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. I think I fixed that a little bit better. Uh, your next comedian, Up to Brave the Hat, is one of the favorite, favorite comedians in the entire Bay Area. It's a real treat to see him for you guys. It's a treat every time I get to see him. Clap your hands wildly for Joey Avery. <laughs> Thank you, Pam, fellow UCSD grad. Yeah. Go Tritons! <laughs> no one gives a fuck. Did uh, Did we have a real team? We had several. We had we had water polo was very strong. I uh, we had a baseball team. I thought I was gonna go play baseball there. That's like why I went to the school. And then they were like, "Yeah, you're small," and I was like, "Fuck you, dude." <laughs> Um, and that's, uh, how my athletic career ended. But you know what? My athletic career has never ended because I throw leg kicks every night. Um, all right. Why are you feeling these feelings? <laughs> that's, that's a, it's a good question. Um, why am I feeling these feelings? Well, right now, probably, uh, red wine and weed are the reasons that I feel this way. Uh, and holy shit, are you asleep? Yeah, <laughs> the way you're sitting, you look like you're like in a chrysalis. You look like a an insect that is returning to a different life. Uh, looks like we've both dabbled in the same things today. Um, the feelings that I'm feeling right now, I feel great. I feel fantastic. I think most of that is probably. I think this Hawaiian shirt is probably mainlining into my body right now. I think that if, if you put a Hawaiian shirt on bare skin, it's, it's like an acid tab, and it just kind of like soaks in, and you become riddled with the spirit of aloha. Uh, and that's, that's what you want, because the aloha spirit means, I'm basically a tropical drink right now. If it was, if it was raining, I would, just, I would just use my tiny umbrella, and I'd be fucking set. I'm living life inside of a pineapple. I am SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> that is who I am. I am SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, and I live in a pineapple under the sea. <laughs> Yo, all right. Uh, did you did you guys watch that show? It's a good program. I feel like animated shows get to do way more crazy shit. Like if you're writing for a kid, you're like, "Ah, their imagination's crazy. Let's get all the drug references going. <laughs> um, if you're an adult, it's like, oh, let's talk politics. I'm fucking bored. Um, were berets even cool? That's a good question. Um, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say berets were cool because anytime someone has, like, one of those long cigarettes, uh, it is cool. And if you're wearing a beret, you have to be smoking a cigarette. Or, or or a paintbrush. That is acceptable <laughs> as well, but you have to be mixing it on one of those the stereotypical palettes. I wish I was a painter. 
You ever think about I, – I just wish I was better at visual art. I suck at it. But I feel like if I was, I could be very pretentious. And that's that's what I want. I want uh, – you know, I want I want to be classy. I could have a little uh, little fucking turtleneck, and I could tell people that they just don't understand my art. <laughs> you know? But in comedy, if uh, people don't understand your, your art, you're just standing in a quiet room, and uh, no one believes you. But if you're in an art gallery, it's like, oh, yes, well, most people pay $10,000 for this. You can eat my fucking balls. And that's what I would say if I was a painter. <laughs> and that's why I'll never be in the Smithsonian. <laughs> I could paint Barack Obama coming out of a bunch of leaves. I could, <laughs> I could do it. No, I couldn't. I really couldn't. It seems hard. But I could, I could have Photoshopped that. I, you know. Looked pretty fucking cool though. I liked it. Um, did anyone see the Hannibal Burris Photoshop of that? Because that was hilarious too. Um, do you care about the World Cup? Yes, I do. I care a lot because I can only care about soccer a tiny amount, and that amount is once every four years. Uh, and when I care, I fucking care, and I will watch Ecuador and be like, "Fuck yeah, Ecuador!" Shit, and then you know, I, and then I don't care again, because um, that is the American way. When we can extract resources <laughs> or fun, we care about your country. Um, and otherwise, you know, call me later. Uh, I was—I just came from watching women's downhill skiing, so that should give you an idea of where my mind's at with sports. <laughs> you know, <laughs> is it popping right now? Uh, if Bob Costas is going to stand on NBC and be like, this is historic, this is unbelievable, I'll be like, yeah, he's probably right. And then I'll fucking watch it. I don't give a shit about figure skating, but if you tell me it's the biggest moment in this young man and woman's career, I'll watch that. Because sports are basically just reality TV for boys. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, people are hitting each other. This is football, of course, not figure skating, although, god damn it, would I watch figure uh, That's just hockey. <laughs> That's just hockey. Um, <laughs> and that's one of my favorite sports. So I think I really got to the bottom of that quickly. Um, but it is. Like, I watch SportsCenter, and, and then if someone's watching, like, E! News, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, all right? You, they, these people don't care about you, but I believe in LeBron James' athleticism. <laughs> like... <laughs> We get into the storylines. I know who Tom Brady's wife is. It's basically People Magazine, you know? It's just freaking testosterone up, so it's super chill. Because that's, that, that's how that works. That's why I go to the gym and get, fucking get that testosterone going. Boom. Tell us about drugs. I don't think that I need to. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I've been to Mutiny Radio. <laughs> I know how I know how it goes around here. Um, drugs are cool. That's <laughs> that's what they okay. don't always tell you, but in moderation. <laughs> I like Pam. What's your favorite drug? Weed. Weed. Yeah, that actually makes sense. That's how I got paid tonight. Uh, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> internet. That doesn't. That doesn't matter. I would say it's that. Legal. What? It's legal. 
It's legal, exactly. It's yeah, it's kind of legal. Uh, there's, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> not all drugs are created equally, and I think people get that because some drugs can be very good for you if you do them correctly, and some, dr- you know, like, you know, like uh, coke is really fun. It's in no way ever helps you. You know, <laughs> like it's never a good. You never wake up. You do like coke two days in a row, and you get hammered. And you wake up, and you're like, get back to work. I'm ready <laughs> for the week. You're literally like, man, I haven't like felt the depths of my soul like this in so long. I'm like not a depressed person, but I have made myself depressed by my own choices. There will be like days of the week where I'm like, oh fuck, man, life's not worth it. Like we're all gonna die anyway. And then I like. Four days later, I'm like, I still know that, but I've always known that. I'm just not sad right now, like chemically. Um, but then you could also take like mushrooms and be like, oh shit, maybe there is a god and this is worth it. And so there you go. And that's why I recommend if you're gonna do drugs, you should always make sure to put them up your butt. Because <laughs> you need to know what you're working with, you know? You wanna numb the system, get a little butt chug going, do your thing. All right. <laughs> what do we got? What do you do when you find a hair in your food? That's a good question, and I actually take pride in this. I fucking pull it out, and I eat my food like a fucking person. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Unless it's my mom, then I beat the shit out of her, dude, because I don't play that shit. Barbara, get that fucking hair out of my food, you old woman. Um, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, like, if it's, if it's egregious or, like, if this, you know, the server is mean to me or I just hate the restaurant, but if it's, like, everyone's doing their best and, you know, hair falls out, eh, you know, whatever. I sit, I mean, I sulk quietly. I'm very upset. Uh, I, (laughs) I go on Yelp and I destroy them. I light them up. Uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I, it doesn't bother me that much, but I think part of that's because, I really do hate asking for things. Like, like if I go to a restaurant and they put me at the worst table and someone's like, should we move? I'm like, I don't know. I think they hate us. <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> why I'm like that. I have friends that are like, I, I wish I was more like, I have friends that just go in and boom, they just get everything done. They set everything up nice. I just, if I'm like with a customer service person, I'm like, oh, yes, thank you very much. <laughs> I don't, ah, their jobs suck. I feel good about it. Um, <laughs> babies are dumb. True dad. Uh, that's, that's the point of a baby, um, is that, uh, they're dumb and that you can, it's like a blank canvas. And I think what parenting is, is you take all of like your hopes and dreams that didn't work out and you cram them down the throat of that child and you hope that it becomes what you could not. At least that's what I learned from all of my little league coaches. Because... <laughs> <laughs> That is how they treated their kids, and it was very uncomfortable, (laughs) and I hated it. Um, My parents, I think, did a better job, but those guys really were like, my son's going to fucking play for the Orioles. And I was like, dude, he's nine years old. I'm thinking of someone very specific. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Michael Leonardo. All right. Uh, That is his real name. Hopefully he doesn't listen to Mutiny Radio. Uh, Or maybe he should. But babies are dumb, yes. But, you know. I'll eventually, I think I'll have one. 
because I like to fuck. <laughs> and I hate condoms. <laughs> so it's going to happen. Um, all right. That's just last pull. Hell yeah. Last time I pull out, Pam. There it is. Uh, this is the first political one yet. Dot, dot, dot. Speaking of blank canvases. <laughs> that's like, I don't uh, well, I don't know where to take that. Um, I think I think it's a funny time in politics because uh, as a comedian, everyone comes up to you and they're like, you must be getting all this material. I mean, Donald Trump, right? And that's like, well, it's hard because he's clearly an idiot. So I don't have like a hot take on that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to like make political comedy great again <laughs> because – I don't want to be saying the same shit that everyone else is saying, and it's very hard. That's why I feel like a lot of comics are going, and they're just, like, giving up and being like, I'll just make fun of the left because they're being fucking crazy. Because if I went up here and I was like, Donald Trump, that guy's a real fucking piece of work, huh? <laughs> you guys would be like, yeah, I'll just watch the news. <laughs> I don't <laughs> need you to fucking tell me that. Preaching to the choir is like the most boring thing ever, which is what makes it hard in comedy right now because there's nothing else to say aside from the fact that I hope we don't all die. Um, I <laughs> but I think it's cool that we have a president that, uh, that fucks. You know, he gets it out there and, you know, he gets it in. And that I, All right. Um, <laughs> trying, to, trying to come up with something. He fucked a porn star while he's married to, like, his third wife, and the evangelical voting block is like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Which I think is the dawning of the greatest party in American political history. So everybody get your dick wet. That's my time. Thank you very much. <laughs> I know I've been thinking about Melania and porn stars. I've never thought more about porn stars than in this past week because I've never been a porn watcher or anything. I just got into it. Didn't even know who the Stormy Daniels girl was. Didn't even know. I learned I learned through comedy what was really happening. And then I realized that that's how we can, we in San Francisco, we can do our part and we can overtake the presidency. And what we need to do is we need an army of porn stars. And so what I need <laughs> is some sex workers from kink.com. <laughs> We're gonna get together. And it's going to be like a sting operation, like a massive sting operation, like 50 undercover porn stars with, like, cameras. And they're all like, yeah. And they all go up to the president, I want to suck your dick, I want to suck your dick. And they've got, like, a camera, and they're like, tell me about all the bad things you've done. And then they all, wouldn't it be fun? We could compile all the footage together. But the whole <laughs> point would be that there would be army of porn stars. It's, it's going to be like a new, kink.com will become a 501c3 political party. It'll be really exciting. It'll be like, sex workers finally did something. I mean, besides working for everybody and sucking all their dicks and everything. <laughs> sex workers are great. I mean, anyway, okay. I don't want to disparage any sex workers in the making of this joke, honestly. <laughs> Your next comedian, I learned so much this week in an interview with him and some call me Tim. He's so philosophical. He taught me that, like, I asked him about higher powers, and he was like, yeah, there's higher powers. Like, gravity's a higher power, and, like, radiation's a higher power. <laughs> and, like, fucking thinking about it, he's exactly right. <laughs> Like, explain that shit. That's magic. Or we can call it God. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Keith D'Souza. Yeah. All right. Good to be here on the Hellhat. 
Sounds like an ACDC song, doesn't it? <laughs> hail, hail. Louis C.K. was right? What the fuck? <laughs> Do you care about the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival? <laughs> That's literally what this says. I, I got a story about the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Um, the first year of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, Pam, uh, uh, I see Pam at the mic here. Uh, she goes, hey, uh, you know, we're doing a comedy festival here at Mutiny Radio. Um, you, you should apply to it. I'm like, oh, you know, I, I've known Pam five, six years at this point. Like, uh, do I really need to apply to it, Pam? Can we, you know, you've, you've seen my set before, you know. She's like, no, 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 everyone has to apply. I'm like, all right, all right, yeah, that's it's just a formality, right? So <laughs> I go to the website. I, I apply to be a, a comedian in the Mutiny Radio, the first ever Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Uh, cut to a month later, I get a rejection email <laughs> from <the laughs> Mutiny Radio <laughs> Comedy Festival. It's like, I don't, my ego doesn't need that. You know what I mean? Like, I have friends of mine who are on TV and I'm getting rejected from a comedy festival I didn't even know existed. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, I do care about the Mutiny Radio Comedy <laughs> Festival. And someday, God damn it, I'm gonna be on it. <laughs> right. School shootings? What the fuck? <laughs> Which is worse, emoji movie or sausage party? That uh, I like sausage party. I'm a sucker for Seth Rogen. I got his phone number. Yeah, you want you, you want to call him? <laughs> Put it on the old speakerphone here. Let's see where is it? And emoji movies, by the way, if you're a dude, don't send emoji. My fucking iPhone recommends emojis. It's like I'm not a prepubescent girl here. To, uh, I'm trying to get laid. Don't. That's, because that's a turn off, right? As a woman, you get a. phone number, all right? Oh my God. Hey, Seth Rogen, it's Keith D, man. Uh, we're at the Mutiny Radio Show. Call us back, all right? You'll <laughs> be a caller. <laughs> all right. That guy fucking never answers his phone. Dipping in the hell hat. <laughs> my favorite song right now, my favorite song right now is Hell Hat by ACDC. <laughs> Talking about that hell hat. Da -da -da. We gonna trim all that fat. Da -da. <laughs> that sounds like an ACDC song, right? <laughs> my favorite cuss. C-U-S-S, cuss. That's a good question, isn't it? The N-word, 
the C word. What is what is the best? I would say cock smoker. <laughs> that's that's my go-to. <laughs> Some may say it's homophobic. I I think it brings an imagery. Actually, smoking a cock, you know. <laughs> you got cum smoke just coming out of your mouth. <laughs> My cat is better than your mom. How was that? How, how was that? Background toilet. <laughs> <laughs> God forbid anybody has to take a shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> Everybody's going to know it. <laughs> My cat is better than your mom. I didn't come out of that pussy, all right? Uh, oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> hey, hey, wha- you know those people, there were like three people who came in here? Do you know them? They were your friends. Yeah. And then they, uh, what? I didn't know we had to pay to be here, right? No, they couldn't drink. Those goddamn pigs, all right? You guys aren't undercover cops, are you? Are there any undercover cops here? <laughs> you gotta you gotta tell me if you are. <laughs> That's Yeah, we we can't drink here because uh, an undercover cop came here one time. And now we're losing fucking audience members. This place would be full. And now it's at forty percent capacity. is better than your mom. You know what? If your mom is an undercover cop, (laughs) get him fucking spayed, okay? Don't spread that demon semen. This is not even English. Plus, okay. I can't read Sanskrit, goddammit. I'll read the back of it. Ever tried it? Thomas muttered, smiling. <laughs> you couldn't swim until you were. That's it. I didn't write it. <laughs> I didn't write that, all right? Am I picking too many, fam? There's enough, right? Oh, there's plenty. Look at all these here. Why is bowling a sport? Because fat, drunk people need to feel like they're an athlete sometimes, all right? <laughs> So I can brag about my sporting accomplishments. You guys bowlers? (laughs) What's your highest? What's the highest bowling score here? 173. Anybody beat that? No, fucking exactly. (laughs) The LeBron James of amateur bowling, goddammit. Yeah. This isn't even what I'm good at. You should see me bowling. I'm getting pregnant, so you can all drop dead. I feel like there's a lot of like child theme ones here. Oh, welcome to Mutiny Radio. How's it going? It could be better. <laughs> Jesus, I j- give me a chance here, lady. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even heard me tell a joke here. You know what this show is? The theme of this show it's a uh, improv based. 
So uh, the last prompt I got, I'm getting pregnant so you can all drop dead. Especially that fetus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm pro-abortion here. <laughs> Who's pro-abortion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, you're not? <laughs> you're not? Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What makes you tick? You know what makes me tick? <laughs> Fucking tick-tock clocks when I'm trying to sleep, all right? You're trying to sleep, you hear a clock every fucking second ticking. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm not, I should have been more creative, but you know. <laughs> you're like, well, that's just the first thing you thought of, <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> what makes you tick? Oh, the clock that ticks? You're just doing word association and trying to pass that off as quality entertainment? I pay 10 bucks to be here, you fucking asshole. <laughs> but I don't like them. I don't like tick clocks. Also, police officers, all right? You know what is even worse than police police dogs? That shit is animal cruelty, all right? The dog shouldn't be having to work. You're gonna give a dog a job? That's a slave, all right? <laughs> I could talk at length about that. <laughs> what makes you tick? I could do my whole act, <laughs> my stand-up comedy act. Is there shit that makes me tick? And I'll tell you about school shootings. My favorite myth, that voting does anything. <laughs> That's, you know, anytime you get hopeful about politics, oh man, that Bernie Sanders, he can actually change. No, he's not. That shit is never, how old are you? Shouldn't you know by now? Don't ever get your hopes behind the politics. Also, credit scores aren't a real number, <laughs> all right? <laughs> credit scores are an imaginary fucking number. Or what, I can't buy a house or start a business? Oh no, I was totally gonna do that. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going for the world's lowest credit score. You know what I'm saying? Those creditors call you, just fuck with them. It's one of my joys in life. <laughs> spill coffee on new white shirt. Yeah, spill coffee all over those whiteies, all right? <laughs> okay. All the coffee, <laughs> all the coffee that those white shirts spilled on us all those years. <laughs> yeah, that's what's called a metaphor, you fucking people. Earlier with that TikTok clock thing, you're all, this guy's an idiot. Well, how about that? <laughs> I created a metaphor for white shirts applying to race politics. Where were you <laughs> when the white shirts spilled their coffee on our nation? <laughs> Where were you when the Haynes Company express? Okay, all right. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good time. I had a wonderful time. Let's uh, let's give it up for the troops. Come on, Mr. Officer Troops. <laughs>
besting the hell hat. Uh, your next comedian, he's my one of my favorite old mans and my second favorite ginger. Uh, <laughs> he's like, is it? No, I'm sorry. There's, uh, he's my first favorite ginger, obviously. Well, I like Max Eddie a lot much more. But you're my, I mean, these <laughs> And we've got Ralph Scar in the room, too. We had a lot of gingers today. Uh, hey, your next comedian, he's also on the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Put your hands together for Matthew Quirk. Yay! <laughs> Keith, I too was snubbed once by the fantastic Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, and it left a scar on my soul. But you know, I'm not, <coughs> I'm not dwelling on it. Deep into the hat. What are you on a scale from one to ten? Son of a bitch. Well, I'm under 5'9", I know that, on a scale of <laughs> 1 to 10. So I'm like half, I guess, like a 5. I'm like a 5'5". Five five. Don't read too much into that. <laughs> I mean, amongst gingers, I'm like, I'm like a daddy. On short guys, like among short guys, I gotta be like a 10 among short guys. But bald guys, bald guys are like bald and virile guys. I'm just like losing a little bit. I'm not one of them. <laughs> the best grilled cheese. I actually don't really eat a lot of grilled cheese, so I really have nothing to say on that. We'll let that for a funnier comic. Free, be truly free. There's a lot of feeling in that one. I feel one of the hippier people wrote that. Is, is, this, is this like an act out? Free, be truly free. Is that a commercial for one of those pills that you take? Like, could be for anything, really. Ladder control, I guess. I'd like to be free, but I live in San Francisco. As you know, it's hell of expensive here. I'm not going to fuck that up. Free, be truly free. <laughs> I'm free from this microphone stand. Can you whistle? Who can whistle here? That was from our seafaring days when I was used to roam the seven seas, catching cod. Those were the days. Not like you landlubbers, right? <laughs> Did you eat Play-Doh or paste as a kid? Both. I mean, I, I, I grew up in the 70s. That stuff was like nutritious back then. <laughs> totally edible. That's why my gut bacteria is like, and eat bones and just digest them. Who didn't eat Play-Doh and paste as a kid? You didn't? 
girls, girls didn't. The girls didn't. The girls didn't. This is part of every boy's diet growing up. And it was Elmer's glue, not paste. I didn't eat paste. That's like classier stuff. <laughs> I ate like the generic Joe six-pack Elmer's glue. Calcium, I think, is in that, actually. I, uh, I gotta say, I don't actually recall the taste. <laughs> it's probably pretty bland. I'm sure I just did it to impress a girl. Did it work? <laughs> There's no possible help. The worst sound? Oh God, I know the worst sound. I know the worst sound. See, I work in plumbing. <laughs> and uh, we were doing the stacks outside of an apartment building. The stack is like where all of your human effluence comes down and goes into the main sewer system underground. So it's that <coughs> it's this big pipe out of here. We were fixing it, right, replacing it. We put signs on everyone's door, hey, the plumbers are working here, you know, don't flush the toilet. And we're working there, and we heard this gurgle, <laughs> this gurgle that could have only meant one thing. And we were just trapped under there. <laughs> I mean, not 100% trapped. Luckily, <coughs> most plumbers are big dudes, but we were two slender gentlemen. So we just got like as thin as a motherfucking, even thinner than, like, thinner than this thing. Just got as thin as fucking possible and let that shit splash all over the place. <laughs> and that guy ate a lot of burritos and did not chew. Yeah. So that was just like hose it down and we're done for the day. Anyone got any can compete with that? Anything? <laughs> Nothing? Anyone's what's in second place, right? That's the worst sound. The day you found Jesus. I never found Jesus. I found a motherfucking Jesus a bunch of times, though. <laughs> I found hella Jesuses. See, I work in plumbing. It's construction. There's a lot of... <laughs> Which always made me wonder about Trump. Like, he claimed to work in construction, and then he's like, you know, those Mexicans, and like... Who the fucking construction makes fun of the Aztecs and the fucking Mayans, right? I mean, he obviously never been to a job site because there's a lot of fucking Mexicans there. Are you afraid of heights? Yeah, I'm totally afraid of heights. Who isn't? <laughs> You're not afraid of heights? What do you do, roofing? <laughs> Are you like... Rosie the Riveter doing skyscrapers or something? You're just af not afraid of heights at a desk job. That's oh. like a marketable skill. VR, I'm afraid of heights. VR? <laughs> <laughs> That's VR. I'm talking about heights where you could actually <laughs> fall and break your ass. Where you get all that vertigo and shit. Heights. Yeah, so it's a good thing I was short, right? Afraid of heights. If I was tall, I'd be falling all the time. Is that why tall people fall all the time? Tall people fall a lot. 
I do not trust skinny cooks. I don't believe in that. How's that supposed to be funny? Not trust skinny cooks. That seems valid, right? They get exercise or they have metabolisms or something. <laughs> they don't have to be fat. Are you guys like that? Are you guys sizists? <laughs> All judgy because the cook's not fat? You are. Be true to yourself. My pants are too tight. Hell no, man. I don't like tight pants, skinny jeans, all that shit. I don't get it. How do you move around? It makes my package look bigger? <laughs> Honey, I'm up here. I'm up here. <laughs> makes my package look bigger. It would scrunch it all up. And I, I need generous use of pocket. Like skinny jeans, no way. I used to have a, a fanny pack so I could carry stuff around it, but the zipper broke. I was famous for my fanny pack. Renowned, even. And now without that, I got to carry everything in my pocket, so skinny jeans are just out. <laughs> That's pull. This one has an emoji on it. My friend Totoro. Is that like a, you know, like a <laughs> Totoro. <laughs> so more Japanese. <laughs> Totoro. So I'm not into this shit, man. I, I grew up when like Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Mel Blank. Mel Blank, exactly. Yosemite Sam. People have accused me of being Yosemite Sam, but used to, yeah, I used to play on this rugby team, and when I, I would get fiery sometimes. And then to make fun of me, they would go like, <laughs> like, like, I was being, like I was being the most angry thing possible. Like, yeah, Maddie, I'm all mad. <laughs> that was, that was, that's my cartoon reference. I don't know, no, Totoro. All right, that's it for me, Muni Radio. Sayonara. <laughs> My friend Totoro is. All right, that's I learned things. It's this, it's this big fluffy thing, and there's this little girl, and her mom is sick. And it's a really good movie. And it's a big fuzzy creature that's like better than a cat. And there's a cat bus in that movie. The cat bus is the best part of that. Uh, well, I'll sh we'll, sh we'll watch it sometime. We'll show it on the, on the wall there. They'll be excited. Uh, you're next comedian. I'm excited to see what she does with the hell hat. Put your hands together, everybody, for Gene Yee. <laughs> about me that screams death metal. <laughs> Actually, was that death metal? I see you would know. You seem to know everything. No. Were you the one who knew what Totoro was? Uh, yeah. So a creature, a cartoon creature that showed emotion, like an emoji, right, Sam? Sam, Pam, 